When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get straight to the man himself. He is on the line now. It is Will Evans from the This Warrior's Life uh, podcast. Will, thanks for joining us this afternoon, mate. Uh, good day, Dean. Thanks for having me, mate. No, you're welcome, mate. And look, I came in this morning, I read the Herald. And let's start with the big one. Did you know about this uh, Warriors-themed pub, which um, they've apparently been in discussions for a, a little bit, uh, Will? Uh, no, I just uh, read about it yesterday. Um, my good friend Michael Burgess from the Herald breaking that one. Um, yeah, pretty interesting stuff. Diversifying their uh, their portfolio and um, yeah, pretty uh, pretty forward thinking kind of idea, I think. Yeah, look, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm all for it. I think it's a great idea. Uh, you know, you ask anyone who's been to like a, a sports-themed pub, especially if it's that team's pub, uh, then it just makes it the game day experience massive, but also ideas around that. But it's in the article, Cam George said they're not sure where. It might be somewhere in Penrose and or they might partner with another pub. As a Warriors fan yourself, where would you like to see it location-wise? Um, yeah, well, I don't have too many thoughts on that, but I'm based down in Canterbury, so um, uh, yeah, probably not the right person to ask. But <laughs> probably so as uh, much as I love Mount Smart, Penrose isn't too exciting. I probably prefer CBD personally. Yeah, well, that could happen. That could be on the cards too. We will we will find out in due course. But let's start talking about um, the Warriors for this season. Uh, well, big news just recently as well. Sean Johnson. Injured? Do we know much about this? Is it how, how bad is it? Is it not that bad? Uh, look, I, I really don't know. What I'm hearing is it's uh, it's a precautionary and not too serious. Mm. So, so I hope that's uh, what the scans um, uh, un- unveil. But yeah, obviously, any, uh, pretty scary when you when you hear uh, Sean Johnson and injured in the same sentence. Yeah, and Moonbird. Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> Yeah, and just, just bad memories of 2015 and, you know, uh, Tom Simons falling on his ankle and ruining the season. So, yeah, a bit scary, but, yeah, hopefully it's uh, just, just a precaution. Yeah, you're so right. Well, four words the Warriors fans don't want to hear is Sean Johnson injured Moonboot. You're 100% correct, mate. That That's not a good thing. Uh, hey, look, uh, speaking of um, injuries, another not really, well, kind of a Warriors story is old Volkman. What, what, what has happened there, mate, with the move to the Dragons? Yeah, just a, a string of bad luck and bad management by the by the looks of things. Like I think the Warriors uh, let him go in good faith, and and there's no sort of I guess um, idea that that his shoulder was in in that bad shape again. Things mm. um, have snapped him up without doing their sort of due diligence, I suppose. And and his manager has sort of signed him off as well, and and yeah, just really bad luck for um, for young Ronnie. Um, just one of those things, I guess, and I, I certainly don't put, put any uh, blame on the Warriors. I don't think they've acted in bad faith. Uh, they've, they've obviously paid him out a fair yeah. bit of his contract yeah. for the next couple years, a couple hundred thousand by the by the sounds of it. Yeah. Um, and he's left in a bit of a, um, a difficult situation where he's probably going to have to pay for his own surgery, needs a shoulder reconstruction, and obviously is losing a season in his career and is without a club. So... 
uh, hopefully he can you know, get that surgery, get back and, um, and find another club because he's got a fair bit of talent, just um, surplus to requirements at the Warriors at the moment. Yeah, that I mean that's how I see it too. Uh, the Warriors, from my my perspective, seem to act in good faith. You, they they paid him out, they let him go. He went over to the Dragons. They obviously didn't do their own research or what was needed to be done, and now they're not. They haven't signed him, and there's all all sorts going on. So as you say, he's going to have to get his own surgery done without a club, and who knows what happens next. Yeah, he is still young, still plenty of time to fight his way back, I guess, and um, yeah, just hopefully it works out. Uh, for him because he does have some talent just uh, didn't quite fit into Andrew Webster's plans and didn't quite seem to trust him last year with those with that uh, number seven jersey when Sean was out I actually think they should have gone with him in the finals uh, that first final at Penrith mm. which uh, they went with Marty Martin and, and Dylan Walker in the halves but yeah I think he's got a fair bit to offer and hopefully he gets back on the park. Well, yeah, we, as with league, every season players come, players go. Another uh, one who's come into the Warriors this year, very experienced player, uh, Kurt Capewell. What are your thoughts on his arrival? Yeah, I'm a big fan of the signing. I, I probably, you know, I, I can understand uh, a few fans being upset that you'd let, uh, let a young guy and a fan favourite, a wholehearted uh, club type like Josh Curran go, mm. only to bring in Kurt Capewell a few weeks later. But uh, the big positives for that, for me, are that he's, you know, he's just turned 30, so it's a bit of a concern signing someone on a on a three-year deal. But he's a winner. He's played in three of the last four grand finals, nine origins in the last few years. Mm. Uh, probably the biggest plus is that uh, Andrew Webster worked with him at Penrith, so he knows exactly the type of guy he's getting. Andrew Webster's obviously, you know, pinpointed him as someone that can uh, give the squad a little bit of what they're missing, essentially. Obviously, good leadership. He's done a great job at the Broncos and sort of helping their revival there. And uh, if he can offer something similar um, to the Warriors, that'd be great. A uh, bit of versatility there as well. He's played started Origin games at centre uh, and done a great job there. Um, yeah, big fan of it. Yeah, look, he's one of those, to me, he's one of those classic hard-nosed Aussies who he's one. Of, he's just a winner. You know, he'll do, do what it takes to, to be there. He might be getting, you know, 30. That's not... In my opinion, not too well, but you're right. He's still got a few years left. But as you say, we lost Josh Curran, who was rightly a, a fan favourite. And so with the fans, did they kick up a, a fuss about that? Well, uh, I think a few were upset. He's certainly a cult hero type. And I think he actually did a really good job when given the opportunity last mm. year. He played some really fans off the bench. I uh, didn't get to start too many games. Um, I can certainly understand the club, um, you know, sending him on his way, um, with uh, with their best wishes, and, and he'll get a great opportunity at Canterbury because he is, you know, he's a definite starter. He could go on to play Origin potentially, just uh, not quite fitting into the Warriors starting lineup plans. Uh, Jackson Ford leapfrogged him in the pecking order there. Mm. Um, but what I think with this Capewell signing may mean is that Marata Nukore uh, does move into that front row rotation. Obviously, we're a little bit light um, for props, and he's, he's a big unit that's played a fair bit in the middle. Um, that's what I'm kind of hoping or, or guessing will happen. Mm. Capewell and Ford will get those starting second row spots, and, and Marata will, will move into the middle. Well, you're talking about where players go and where they fit in this season. One uh, player who's always generates a lot of noise, but it's also where does he fit in, is Roger Tuivasa-Shek, RTS. I read an article in the paper the other day saying it might be a, a roaming, roving role. Have you have you heard anything? 
Uh, yeah, fair bit of speculation. There's so many articles last year just confirming that Charms will stay at fullback, and he certainly earned the number one jersey. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, this is very, very interesting. Roger obviously played second five uh, for most of his rugby union stint, but a very, very different playing uh, centre in rugby league. He's, he hasn't started a, a top level game in the centres of league. Um, and so, yeah, so there's no guarantee that it'll work out. Uh, talking about a roaming role, I'm guessing that some people sort of see him potentially uh, playing a Joey Manu type role where mm. he can. You know, pop up in unexpected spots. He's not just going to stay in that that channel um, that a lot of centres do. But yeah, he's he's a game breaker. He's got a lot of pace. He, I think he brings something to that three quarter line that maybe we haven't had, or even to the back five. Uh, Dale Martinez Lusniak, but just that X factor. Um, and it's pretty mouthwatering to think um, what he could offer in the centres there. We'll just uh, have to see how it works out. Yeah, well that's right. So you're saying Roger starts? He's in the starting lineup. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I yeah, I think the only three, three guys in that back five that are guaranteed a spot are, are Chance, uh, Roger, and, and Dallin. And then, yeah, those other two spots are very much um, up for grabs. Mm. Well, of course, we had another... Roger's not the only guy who's returning uh, to the Warriors. Uh, another fan favourite is Chanel Harris-Tavita um, coming back. Where does he fit into this side, uh, and what do you think? how do you think he'll go? Oh, look, this is one of the most fascinating... Um, uh, parts of the the lineup equation for me is is where he fits in. I mean, yeah, for me, I, I'm a big fan of him as a player. Um, respect what he what he did taking the sabbatical and and absolutely stoked that he's coming back. He's still a young man. He's uh, tough, talented. Uh, I think he's probably the second best number seven we've got in the club. I can definitely see him grabbing that number six spot despite uh, it being a three three way battle there. But maybe Andrew Webster has him uh, sort of lined up as a as a number fourteen, the, that uh, real utility role. He did uh, play a really uh, strong hand for Samoa at the twenty twenty two World Cup yes. before he took that break as a hooker. Um, you know, he, he started games at fullback under Nathan Brown. Whether that was a good move or not, he can play there. Um, you know, probably good enough to come and do a job at. at uh, centre and, and a very good heart. So and and I actually think he's uh, tough enough to, to slot on at thirteen if he if he you know had to. So you know maybe the fourteen is, is what he's been up for. But mm. I, I really do to see him in the seventeen, even though there is a lot of competition for spots there. Yeah, look, I'm the same. I, I was a massive fan of his when he played for us uh, because he showed a lot of that um, fearless factor. I mean, it, it belied his size, which was to his detriment in the end because he would throw himself into some very dark places, um, which is what you want. But he didn't really have the bulk, so I've hoped he's put on a little bit of muscle in, in the last couple of years. Yeah, and I'm obviously concerned with the full year off. I mean, you know, maybe it, it does allow his body to... To, um, to repair itself a bit and, and maybe will change the way he plays a little bit, although, you know, he's such a natural footballer and I, I can't see him sort of holding back. He, I think he, you know, pulled off the unofficial hit of the year for the Warriors three years running. <laughs> um, memorable moments. Um, yeah, just a, just a real body player and um, a guy that I love to, to see in a Warriors jersey. I mean, you know, the whole time that he was in first grade with the Warriors are some pretty dark, uh, days on the whole, so to see him come back into a competitive side, you got to be really happy for him if he gets that opportunity, and uh, love to see what he can do in a good team. Yeah, absolutely. And as for the rest of the um, NRL teams, is there any sort of big news 
from any of those sides, uh, Will, which might be of interest to to our listeners? Um, yeah, look, it's, I think it's just keeping the status quo. Everyone's chasing Penrith and Brisbane. I actually think that, well, particularly Brisbane, they might uh, find find it a little bit difficult to back up their heroics of 2023. They've mm. lost uh, four members of their grand final 17, uh, Capewell, Herbie Farmworth, Ooh. and a couple of others. Jeez. So, um, yeah, I think it might be a bit tougher than some expect for them. Uh, Penrith, they've, you know, they've lost Stephen Crichton. There's the Jerome Luai uh, scenario where he's leaving at the end of the year, but they've negotiated similar situations um, so well over the last couple of years. I definitely still think Penrith are the team to beat. Um, yeah, no lack of motivation. Even though they've won the last three straight, they just seem to get better every year, and I think everyone's chasing them. But uh, could be a fair bit of movement on the ladder, I think, from last year. Um, probably, you know, I think this is one of the more even comps that we've seen in 2023 for some time. I think 2024 could be even closer. Well, yeah, I mean, you mentioned the other like with, with the Panthers. They have been setting the pace r- ridiculously for the last few years, and Luai has played a big part in that. How does it work with a player like that who's signed to play for another club next year? The motivation, what, what will Ivan Cleary do? What? How will he, will he just start him and just go, look, we've got you for one year, we're going to get the most out of you? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, Crichton had already signed with the Bulldogs and he arguably had his best season in 2023 before mm. moving. Mm. Uh, some situations with Kikau and, and Coruscant are moving as well. So it, it didn't seem to affect the, you know, the synergy or the um, the attitude of the player or the team. And, and they just continue playing their role. I mean, Lua is probably a different sort of personality and he... Um, there was a fair bit of sort of speculation um, around the move to the Tigers, so it just it just seems slightly pricklier, I guess, if, if I can use that word. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think you know if it did blow up for some reason, they've got enough backup to sign Dane Laurie from the um, from the Tigers who carved the Warriors up actually in, in Hamilton from five eight. So I don't think they'd, they'd be too concerned. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be to the Panthers' detriment, um, let me say that. Yeah, look, you mentioned um, the Tigers there. We've always got a, an interest in the Tigers because of you know, Benji Marshall. How do you think they're going to go this year with him having you know, full full control of the wheel? Yes, it's uh, uh, probably a bit premature, in my opinion, and, and it was a year earlier than it was meant to be with Tim Sheens. was, was meant to hand the reins over in a, a bit smoother fashion. Um, their hand was forced, another disastrous year. Uh, probably the biggest positive is sorting the club out off the field. Uh, Shane Richardson, who just has ridiculous success uh, as a as a um, administrator at Cronulla Penrith and South, mm. successful wherever he goes, and they've uh, obviously pinpointed him as the guy to come and uh, sort sort the mess out there. And you know they've ditched the board, ditched the CEO. Um, and anyone that was sort of uh, ruffling Benji's feathers as well amongst the football department. So I think, yeah, great moves there. They need to, yeah, they need a clean slate. There's a fair bit of young talent there as well. Um, obviously, they're probably treading water a little bit until they get Luai and maybe a couple of other big fish um, as far as being a competitive team. Um, some big holes in that roster still, but a, a building year. And, um, yeah, Benji... You know, everyone loves Benji. It'd be great to see him succeed as a coach. I think it would be really painful to watch him, um, you know, struggle and and yeah, be flustered by it and frustrated. And um, yeah, just wish him all, all the success. I can imagine him being a bit of a, or the Tigers being a bit of a, a second team for a lot of Kiwi fans if they're a Warriors supporter. 
Yeah, it's funny when you you, you watch the the Tigers and you you watch your NRL uh, three sixty and they're all going last year how the you know the, the head office is a complete mess. So it sounds like it can only be a plus for them that they've got rid of half of that those those front office guys. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's just been going from bad to worse. And twenty twenty three was an absolute debacle. Um, yeah, I just think a, a clean slate and um, and a really smart operator like Shane Richardson can can get them back on back on track. What about um, a player who's kind of not been in the news? Have you heard anything about Ryan Pappenhausen? I mean, he has been not had the greatest run at all. No, I mean, yeah, you, you wince every time he takes the field and, and seeing him go down again in that uh, finals game in Brisbane was um, was heartbreaking. Mm. Um, yeah, just really helped that he can can get back and, and, um, and get a good run at it. But when you've had those sort of... Um, Serious injuries like your kneecap pretty much exploding into a thousand pieces. Well, Those are the sort of are pretty hard to come back from, especially when you only last a few games. Um, those doubts of, you know, I'm sure he's got his own doubts and and um, yeah, doubts around the game. He started. He was on the verge of becoming you know, sort of a top five player in the game if he wasn't already there. And mm. um, yeah, we'll be sweating on getting him back to his best. But yeah, whether that's going to be a reality or, or realistic um, only time to tell yeah uh, the Dolphins surprised many last season with their amazing start kind of tailed off a bit towards the end do you think Wayne Bennett the second season magic will continue uh, yeah I think they can improve a bit more I think they've definitely a finals chance uh, they've signed really well for Herbie Farmworth and oh. um, and Tom Flegler are outstanding buys and mm. they haven't lost anyone I, I don't think they'd want to keep um, yeah, a bit better run with injuries as well. I mean, their halves uh, were constantly changing during the year, yet they still managed to stay competitive. Um, yeah, I thought it was a great debut year for a for a team most expected to come last. They weren't the most to come last, so um, plenty to build on. A, a bit of an aging roster, but again, they've bought they've bought really well and um, plenty of firepower. You know, what Wayne was able to do with turning. Uh, Hamaso Tabuai fell oh. into a, a star and reviving Jermaine Asako's career. I mean, um, yeah, a lot to like about their season and, and love watching them play. Great to see an expansion team do really well as well, uh, straight off the bat. And, um, yeah, really keen to see how they go in, in this sort of year. Wayne Bennett lost at the club before handing the reins to Christian Wolf. Yeah, and, and what about, or I'll put you on the spot then, Will, if you had to pick top four, go for it. Uh, I think, yeah, I think the Warriors, we really hope they're going to be there and I think that they should be if, um, you know, it only takes an injury to, to Sean Johnson or, you know, the Adam Fanil blake situation to, to go pear-shaped to, to tip the, the top four. But I think they should be there. Penrith, I'd, yeah, put the house on them being there. I think Brisbane, whether it's, you know, challenging for the minor premiership or, or maybe taking up full spot, uh, I still think Brisbane will do well enough to be there. As far as a, a, another the, the other spot, I think Melbourne might slip a little bit and uh, the Roosters might push their way in there. Just so much talent in that roster and, that, you know, another couple of great buys as well. Dom Young, Spencer Lenier, I think, um, yeah, it's time for the Roosters to, to come back and if they start the season strongly, they could be a, a real force this year. Oh, wow. So Dom Young has gone to the Roosters. That's who he's playing for this season? Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. So, I mean, so much power out wide. Um, you know, it's a, 
is a situation that you could see Joseph Suwali not even make the, the first grade team this year. There's so much uh, depth in the back line there, and yeah, just only strengthening that, that forward pack with Lenny a better season from guys like Brandon Smith, Sam Walker. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're a real premiership chance. Uh, you know, James Tedesco obviously came under a lot of scrutiny last year for his form, but he's you know, still a quality player. Mm. Um, and, you know, Trent Robinson's one of the, the great modern coaches. Um, yeah, you certainly can't count them out. No, I completely. I didn't know where Dom Young had gone to the Roosters. Yeah, that, well, and you're right about uh, Swaleli because he's got the rugby deal at the end of the season too, hasn't he? Yeah, I do feel a little bit sorry for the for the guy. I mean, as soon as he signed it, um, and his form was well, the Roosters' form wasn't great, and and neither was his. But um, I thought he came back reasonably well later in the year. Mm. Um, he, yeah, it gets a bit of a hard time, and, and again, it's it's uh, one of those situations where you're you're playing for a club where you, when you know you're not going to be there the following year. So, um, yeah, a tough one, and and um, you know, going to rugby as as well, it just puts it adds an extra edge to it. But um, yeah, I mean, if you can leave a guy like that out potentially, then um, you're doing pretty well with your roster, I think. You sure are. Hey, look, before I let you go, uh, well, we've been talking about uh, themed sports-themed pubs this morning, especially given the news about the Warriors. Have you been to any sort of sports teams-themed pubs in, in your lifetime? Um, not off the top of my head. I, I can only think of the sort of big uh, leagues clubs in Australia. That oh, are, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. With the NRL clubs, obviously that the Broncos won is is, uh, is a destination at Red Hill there in Brisbane, mm. um, and yeah, I mean I think it would be obviously pretty cool for for Warriors diehards to to go on there. I feel like you know it was it was your club and. Um, yeah, it can only be a good thing. I've, I've heard also, as as per that story, that um, that they'll be looking to partner with uh, with pubs around the regions as well to yes. make them official Warriors clubs, which is yeah, pretty cool for place for uh, fans to go and congregate and um, and just celebrate their team. Yeah, you're damn right. All right, well, I'll let you go, Matt. But where can people catch up with you and all your Warriors talk? Uh, so this warriorslife.com uh, bit of content will start rolling out once the season gets a bit closer. You'll find uh, details for the podcast there as well. Um, yeah, we'll start pumping out a few episodes soon, hopefully. Get out of this sort of summer summer haze and, um, and start concentrating <laughs> on the body again. Absolutely. Hey, Will, thank you so much for your time this afternoon, mate. You have a good day. My pleasure. Thanks a lot, Dan. There you go. Uh, Will Evans, thiswarriorslife.com. If you want to find out more about the Warriors, listen to the podcast. Because, yeah, like Will says, the league is going to be kicking off sooner than we think. I mean, it's already kind of making noises now. I love how he said that four words you don't want to hear if you're a Warriors fan. Sean Johnson, injured, moonboot. We will be back after this break.